On the macroeconomic front, South Africa's economy shrank in the fourth quarter. GDP decreased by 1.3%. That's as all sectors contracted. The printers far outside expectations as consensus had been for a 0.4% decline. Economic activity has been hampered by several challenges, chief amongst them being South Africa's electricity crisis. Failing logistics networks have also weighed. Joining me now with greater analysis on the data is RMB economist Siobhan Redford. Thank you so much for your time, Siobhan. That 1.3% contraction, was it way above your expectations? Oh, absolutely. We were expecting contraction (laughs) of 0.3%. So a lot a lot um yeah a lot bigger than we had expected yeah absolutely so i mean does this then change your forecast for gdp going forward considering that we did expect that escalated load shedding and logistics issues in the fourth quarter but then expectations were for a contraction of 0.3% 0.4% but now you had uh at the beginning of the year saying that uh escom should be shaving off about 2% of gdp growth for 2023 uh forecasting about 0.3% expansion do we now maybe expect a recession? It's an absolute possibility. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, you know, this depends on also how you're going about defining a, a recession. Yeah. But, you know, I would say there's an incredibly strong chance of um, what we would call a technical recession, which is at least two quarters of consecutive negative growth. Yeah. Um, we already have now one in the bag, so we just need the fourth quarter, I mean, the first quarter of yes. this year to uh, give us another negative print and that then, you know, gives us the technical recession. And it could be even worse than that. Um, you know, this 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 is this is obviously quite broad based. Um, I think the, the the extent of the miss in terms of forecast shows us how uncertain we are about how you know the, the the extent to which it is impacting the economy. And so we really are learning as we're going you know as we're going along about what is being impacted, how it's been impacted, and yeah. the consequences of this incredible load shedding um, and as you've also mentioned the logistical issues um, stemming from from um, issues with rails and ports. Yeah did any of those uh, sectors worry you in terms of how much they contracted so you had the finance real estate and business services contributing the most to that contraction followed by trade catering and accommodation and then mining as well and uh, agriculture any of those that stuck out for you? It was it was the first two. So the finance yeah. and trade um, sectors were, were the real kind of standouts. I think partly because often when when things are weakening in the rest of the economy, these are the sectors and these these two particularly can give some you know can buoy the economy to some extent. You know our, the, the 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 finance sector is the biggest in the economy um, and and has been fairly robust um, despite yeah. despite all these challenges. But even the sector is is starting to to struggle to deal with the the kind of um, challenges that we are facing and you know it it, it involves increased costs um you know and and yeah. having to 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 deal with 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 um you know how how do you deal with people getting people to work yeah. whether they're working from home or from the office you know this the, we still are almost resettling into the new normal and then we've got this new shock hitting us yeah um there was a bright spot there household financial consumption expenditure increasing 0.9 percent in the fourth quarter was that just because it was just the holiday quarter 
might be a little bit more than that. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I mean, this was an interesting kind of um, result to see. Yeah. We do know that households are generally suffering from, you know, um, pressures in terms of prices, particularly for food and fuel. I think we spoke about that extensively yeah. last year. High interest rates also kind of reducing disposable income. But, you know, when you look at the results kind of um, more kind of holistically, you did see that your um, accommodation um, didn't do so well in the fourth quarter, which is, you know, that's now usually it's it's heyday month. Exactly. Um, and I think what you maybe saw is some households um, spending on, on stuff for at home during the holidays, you know, so spending money they would have been spending if they were on holiday, um, ah. but at, at home instead. And so that might be kind of what we were seeing, a bit of a substitution kind of effect in that sense. Yeah, indeed. Actually, as you mentioned that, I think uh, a lot of um, people that I talked to, a lot of my friends as well, were moving um, places and some of them had to buy furniture and stuff like that so foregoing that vacation money for that so quite interesting the dynamics that we are seeing there but thank you very much Siobhan we have run out of time thank you for that detail that was RMB economist Siobhan Redford